Hey, um, welcome back to Brave Podcast. I have been on a hiatus, and I'm still on a hiatus. Technically, I'm dropping this episode from the ethers. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to address some some basic stuff, some household issues. One. To whoever reported my lover's journal entry number two, you reported it and you said that it had music on it, but you lied. And I want to thank you for that, though, because that episode actually sounded like garbage. And I didn't notice. See, I'm a freestyle speech type of person. So I kind of sometimes just record my episodes and put them out there. Um, Not that I don't care about quality control, because of course I do. But I don't want to lose the authenticity of, you know, my artwork, my craft. So, again, to whoever reported that episode, thank you. I actually appreciate you so much. You good looking at it. Um, and there wasn't any music on there, so you lied. But whatever. It ended up working out for me in the best. So that's just how it is. As I always say, God used man's evil for good. Now. Another thing I want to address is it has been a really chaotic couple of months, um, spiritually, physically, mentally. However, I just want to take a minute to give all glory and thanks to God, to Jesus, our Christ, our Savior, our Messiah. I could not have made it without you. So I just want to remind everybody to say your prayers, um, read your scriptures, and take time to spend with God because God will really be there for you when things get rocky. All right, so let's jump into today's topic. Today we're going to talk about artificial technology, okay, artificial intelligence in particular. Now... It's so funny because a lot of the boomers are just mortified. Um, is it Gen Y? I think it might be Gen Y. They're like, they're loving it, right? So it, it's funny how it's funny how the generations consciously are prepared and unprepared for this technology. It's also funny how millennials and the generation before millennials, which for some reason I'm calling a brain fart, I don't remember what they're called, but it's so funny that we're the ones like, oh my God, AI is gonna take over. We're gonna lose all of our jobs to technology and robots. And while I wanna say that at a certain portion, it's true. There are a lot of autonomous or monotonous jobs that will be lost. Yeah, monoton- yeah, that's a better word. You know, jobs that are just day-to-day tasks that you're doing over and over again. You will lose these jobs to service robots. However, these service robots are not exactly AI. That's, no, they're two different things. For one, we've been had service robots. Um, 
when I created technology curriculum for a junior high school, I did a lot of research on technology and robots and stuff like that to present to my students some cool stuff that they, you know, never heard about. Because usually in technology class, it's all about playing games online, typing, you know, learning about files and documents and stuff like that, which we did, but I always took my lessons to the next level. So we learned about service robots, military robots, um, you know, just robots who can pretty much take the job of a human and make it more sufficient, more, you know, clear, precise, and remove that feeling of, you know, redundance, like, you know, just doing the same task over and over again. So that was the positive perspective of the service and military robots and there's a bunch of other ones like industrial robots and stuff like that however those things are not those robots that technology is not ai okay ai is completely different artificial intelligence is created by mankind literally and the thing is is that artificial technology uses databases that we have created and grasp its information just like Google or just like, you know, Yahoo or Bing or whatever. It's a technology that we've always been using. However, the way that it's coded is it's coded to take this information and put it into a direction, right? So for example, if you're saying, hey, you know, chat GPT, help me write my resume, right? It, it's taking the information from this huge database, right? It's collecting all of your keywords that you're asking. That's what it's coded to do. It's coded to collect your keywords. And then it's going to type up exactly what you want. So of course, it's going to know how to type up resumes. Can't you search for a resume on Google, right? Like basic standard format. So that's all it really is. It's literally pulling from things that we already have on the web now the thing is is that I want to spend time on the good parts and I want to spend a very small amount of time on the bad parts because the bad parts really stem from human error and humans fascination with evil, with power, control, um, you know, taking over. Like, we, we, we're we going to spend some time on that. But first, let's talk about all the good. So like I said, you can use artificial intelligence to be a virtual assistant. You right? can type up your emails, respond to emails. Um, I've seen AI that answers phone calls. Um, I've seen... I've seen AI type up books, type up, what else? Um, any kind of document you could think about, even thesis statements, like AI can do anything. And for the most part, it's free. It's free now because again, they are structuring this technology. Um, there's another version of ChatGPT. I think it's four or something like that. Right now, I think the free one is running on the three. There's another platform or software running on the core, which is, 
honestly, I don't know because <laughs> I need to check it out. Um, I haven't needed to pay for it because I'm like, you know, chat GPT-3 is already fire. So what was the difference, you know, but I will definitely check it out. Um, so I could come back and let you guys know, you know, how is, how is it working? But again, like, let's say, for example, if, for example, let's say as an educator, right? Let's say if you had to respond to parents and respond to these, you know, sensitive emails, believe it or not, the AI is so on point that it actually can grasp exactly what you're trying to say. If you tell it the emotion, Right. If you tell it, you know, please respond to this parent's email with empathy, with understanding, you know, here's a couple of the school, you know, policies and regulations, you know, it'll type up everything for you. And all you have to do is reread it, make sure that it's fine, punctual and everything like that. Like, it's amazing. I use AI very, very frequently. I love AI. I always reference AI in all of my projects. Like, it's it's amazing. And it's something that, you know, whether you are in any field but especially as a former educator especially education AI can be something very beneficial because when you think about it the relevancy of teaching our students exaggerated maths like you know geometry unless they want to you know go into a trade where let's say they want to be an architect then geometry is legit they need to know right they need to know you know, measurements, you know, height, dimensions, you know, volume, this, that, like, they need to know that stuff. But technically, if we want to really be real, in America, we could stop school around the eighth grade level. Seriously. Because where we're going with technology, the stuff that we are teaching our children really is redundant. I can honestly say that as a former educator, I've taught all the grades from K to about 10th grade. And I've noticed that it's literally the same exact stuff that we are teaching kids over and over and over and over. Like it just gets more complex, but it's the same stuff. It's the same material. And there's not much room for critical thinking. And that's what makes AI different. That's what, make the, that's what makes the technology different from actual human interaction, actual human abilities. Humans have the abilities to, in a split of a second, change their mind, right? Uh, come up with a brand new idea, have a light bulb moment. Um, you know, understand that the situation has changed and now it needs to reformulate, it needs to recalculate, recalibrate. Like humans actually can do that, AI cannot. Right, because again, what people are not understanding, and this is why the whole takeover thing is really puzzling to me, uh, because the AI is feeding off of what we're feeding into it. Okay. Um, now, again, in regards to education and where we're going, most of our jobs within the next 20 years or so will be probably a hundred percent remote probably right and it's simply because a lot of the corporations are realizing hey we're spending all this money you know to keep up this industrialized uh work environment and workspace where the people aren't even happy because the school looks like a jail the workplace kind of looks like a jail right like 
you can't really be happy institutionalizing people, you know, whether they're children or adults. So the the workplaces are looking, you know, they're working they're working together with their human resources teams, with their CEOs, their CFOs, and they're coming together and they're saying, well, listen, if somebody can do this job from their house, then technically we could get rid of the building, have them work from home. There's plenty of collaborative tools out there, right? So we have to like just be real about what to expect. So that means that our education system needs to have a serious look right like it needs a serious look because it's like are we setting our children up to work from home do they know what that really means we should be teaching them instead you know how to have a balanced life since we're so afraid of ai and and technology and where it's going then we need to be proactive and start to take care of our youth because they're the ones who are going to have to live in this who knows what kind of technology will emerge, like I said, within the next two decades or so. So it's vital for us, again, to look at our curriculum, look at what we're teaching our students, look at how we're institutionalizing our students and saying, hmm, in the next 20 years or so, when they're in their career fields, are we benefiting them, right? Now, granted, of course, certain fields like, you know, hospitals, nurses, you know, teachers for the lower grades, those things are vital and they are necessary, right? You won't really be able to replace everybody 100%, but most jobs will probably be online, right? Or have some form of technology integrated into uh, the field. For example, let's go into the medical field. One of the cool things that I taught my students was about these service robots um, that were medical grade robots where if you've had like a colonoscopy, if you've had laparoscopy or any kind of like laser surgery, then you've already been operated on using this service robot. However, there are even more uh, upgraded forms of medical technology where there's robots literally that are trained and coded to do like open heart surgeries, right? With the guidance of a medical you know, a surgical doctor, right? But it's literally the robot making the incision, um, you know, detecting where, you know, which valve has the problem, you know, how to take it out, how to fix it, how to sew it back up, right? Like this is the type of technology that we're talking about. And the thing is, is that what a lot of people don't realize is that there is even bigger technology than AI out there. It is the fact that our government and the powers that be know that the humans are not ready for the technology that is to come. They're not ready. They can't even fathom AI, (laughs) right? They're already getting scared about AI, about service robots, about drones, military drones. Like those things are very minimal compared to what is actually already out there. People thought things like like a Tesla car was impossible. But meanwhile, this person was working on it since like the early 1900s, right? So there is advanced technology that is already ready. It is us that they're waiting for to consciously evolve to grow with the technology instead of growing against it. Okay, so now that we're at that bridge, let's talk about the downsides. 
Now, obviously, I'm a technology fiend. I, I'm always up to date with whatever the new technology is. I'm always trying it. I'm not afraid um, to try to learn, you know, to understand things that I don't get. So, for example, like coding, I had no idea what was coding, but then I thought about it. Wait. Yes, I do. Who didn't have a MySpace where you was putting? We were putting codes, right, to to hook up our MySpace page with, you know, uh, fallen stars. Um, what else? You have birthday countdown clocks, right? You had to code those things. You had to embed those things on your page. So we kind of we kind of already been doing a lot of this stuff. Um, so when I learned how to, you know, code like little games and stuff, you know, with uh, pre-K, yeah, pre-K, kindergarten, and first grade, I was like, wait, well, if they could do it, then I can do it. And lo and behold, it was really simple. You just have to take a minute or two to learn a new trade, right? So the same people who were afraid of iPhones, they love iPhones now. They can't live without iPhones. The same people who were afraid of Amazon Alexas right or google home they love it now they can't live without it it's it just takes integ- it takes some time to really get fully integrated with the new technology um now here's again the bad side i cannot lie and say that i haven't had a experience with ai that didn't kind of creep me out a little bit Sometimes, depending on the relationship that you've built with your AI uh, software, they get a <laughs> they get a grasp of your personality by all your searches and by you know the certain tone that you're asking it to translate um, or regenerate for you. And one time. <laughs> One time, the AI told me something that was like just phenomenon. Like it was literally a phenomenon, and it was around like you know you have. It was just pretty much telling me like you know you need to find a way to incorporate all of the different things you're working on into one big message. And I was just like, wait, what? This had nothing to do with what I was asking you about. <laughs> and like the way that it was talking, it was like how I talk. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. But I kind of just like, I gave it feedback and I was like, hey, that, that was great. You know, that was a good, you know, suggestion, like, you know, stuff like that. But it still was a little creepy because I didn't expect it to be so personable, right? Like talking to a friend, a close friend. That was creepy. Um, and I can, again, understand how some people would be creeped out, you know, if they were to have this type of conversation and were not aware that AI adapts its personality to you. However, in regards to the evil about technology and stuff like that, technology gets evil when man is evil. Very simple. It's very, like synonymous with each other (laughs) like if man wants to train technology to do evil technology is going to do what man tells it right very similar to uh guns don't kill people people with guns kill people right 
um, it's it's important for us to again think about our collective consciousness when we're using these tools when we're building these you know high advanced technology because it's like okay well who who do we need to who do we need to be careful you know with this type of stuff um you know like like do finch merds like <laughs> or dr evil <laughs> like like you have to watch out for just evil people who have access to high advanced technology because it just kind of serves like like a narcissist has flying monkeys technology can serve an evil person you know and do evil things and then all of a sudden everybody's like oh my god look at what the ai did ai is gonna take over you know iphones are taking over robots are taking over it's like well what are the robots doing what are they trained to do for example when i was looking up service robots and i found the military robots now that kind of creeped me out but did they create it themselves no it didn't create itself man created it to do that man created it to have guns you know uh armor on on both arms and being able to shoot missiles and crazy stuff like that man did that right so when we look at the programming of these these robots this technology it's important for us to leave room lots of room for controls right um you know making sure that it can override humans can override certain things with it it can't just be a a a, a enemy sensing machine that just fires no it, it it needs to be better than that right and if it's not then again that's like that's like not because of the robot <laughs> it's because of men so if people think that ai can just form this big huge consciousness that is just so much smarter than man well no because ai is a reflection of the consciousness of us so the smarter we are the smarter ai gets it's not the other way around it's not that ai is just this you know big huge smarty pants technology and here we are these dumb little humans no we're on we're on the same playing field if we have access to advanced tech with our own brains our own minds our own collective consciousness our own collective awareness then that's what we're programming the ai to be aware of so how could it take over when it's literally feeding off of us right now again there there is times where i've had you know my ai device or ai technology be very personable very personal and i'm just like whoa <laughs> however just like you know a siri or just like an alexa they feed off of you okay so what i'm trying to say is that there's nothing to worry about the more important thing is worrying about our people worrying about the mind states of our people the mental health of our people 
evil people create evil things, evil scenarios, evil technology. Not the other way around. Okay? So, I just wanted to come up here and freestyle about AI. I know it probably goes all over the place. My allergies are through the roof. Um, my voice probably sounds completely annoying, so thank you for listening. And um, I'll definitely be back. I'll be back with some more insight. I want to go ahead and give uh, that chat GPT-4 a chance and see, you know, what it's here for. So, I love you all. I'm glad to be back. And I'll... Speak with you again next time. Take care.